Gail Saunders, aka Eagle Sessions, here with Braxton Howard uh, at Brack Shot. That's B R A Q Shot on Twitter. Uh, Braxton, what's going on today? How you feeling? Not much, man. I'm feeling great. Uh, and, and you know, you, you wrote an article recently on Fourth and John dot com about uh, you know the secondary. They've had a surprising start for the season, especially the cornerbacks. Um, but you are still a little bit concerned at, a, at all the positions on defense. Cornerback has you a little concerned. Uh, why is that? Um, I mean, just last season, they didn't perform very well. And, I mean, they, they are young. And I think it's fair to say that entering the season, they were the most questionable position group. Correct. And they really, the numbers don't show much improvement. Just like statistically, how many yards they give up per game, although it's only nine more than what they did last season. But they do, I mean, they have 10 interceptions this year compared to 14 that they had all year last year. They're making plays, and you can see the progression. And you really, I mean, you haven't even got a taste to see Ronald Darby or Sidney Jones yet. So they are improving, but I, I do still think that it's. Now, out of the cornerbacks uh, this year, who's been the most impressive to you this season? I think I think Jalen Mills has just the way that he has just the jump from last season to this season. He's, he's played a, a lot better. He's out there making plays, and he's no longer a mess when he's out there. He can he can hold his own. You know, Jalen Mills is—he's uh, he, a dog, man. He's—he's uh, he's, ever since day one. I mean, even camp last season, I got some video of him uh, throwing a football at Chris Givens' head. He—he uh, he ripped Chris Givens' helmet like halfway off his face, and I'm, I'm sitting there in the crowd like, "Yo, this guy is a rookie." Um, and then he got—he got beat on a play, and then he ended up throwing the football at Chris Givens' head, and I was just like, "Man, this guy's got a lot of fight." Um, you know, he was, he, 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 you know, he fell in the draft due to some off the field issues, but, uh, he's been surprisingly, uh, you know, he's, they call it DBU for a reason at, at LSU, but, uh, he, he's played lights out. Um, another guy that, you know, I, I really, beginning of the season, I thought would, would actually start, uh, by mid season. And he started earlier than I thought, uh, with the Derby injury, um, Rasul Douglas, uh, what are your feelings on Russell Douglas this season? Man, he's young and he, he's very impressive. He, I think, out of all the out of all the rookie corners, he's definitely up there. And I don't think a lot of people expected him to be with you know Marshawn Lattimore and just Marlon Humphrey and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And he's he's really proven. I mean, he can hold his own, and he's just a rookie. And that's. That's another thing that, that is really good about these corners between Darby, Jones, Douglas, and Mills. I mean, that's three 23-year-old, 23-year-old and one 21-year-old. So yeah. they're young, and there's, there's a lot of time for improvement. And I think Patrick Robinson being the vet, he is. It's, it's very good to have him on board as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, Russell Douglas uh, did a phenomenal job last season. Uh, he transferred from uh, uh, community college and then, uh, you know, got some burn, but then showcased his skills um, 
what is Nassim year of the uh, nation in interceptions. Um, um, he, he's played phenomenal. I think, you know, everyone knocks him for his long speed. Uh, but, you know, he, he's physical. Uh, I've seen him make a lot of tackles up around the line. Not afraid to get his nose dirty. Um, uh, like you said, uh, you know, I, I feel it's great to have a guy like Patrick Robinson who's um, giving these guys sound advice. Um, but moving forward, uh, like you, you mentioned Ronald Darby and you mentioned Sidney Jones, where does that leave Jalen Mills and uh, Russell Douglas? That's tough because, I mean, the way Mills has been playing this year, he's probably going to maintain that starting position. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you want you want there to be position battles. You want those guys to push each other, but you also don't want them to get discouraged right. if they don't start or if they lose a starting job. But just from what I see from those guys just on social media and stuff, they – they seem to be a, a good group, and they seem to push each other. They seem to want each other to be good. So I think uh, – I would think that Mills and Darby would probably be the two starters okay. going forward. And, you know, as long as they can stay a tight group, I think that they can be really, really good. So you, you think it's Sidney Jones – the nickel spots – I mean, it's, Probably, it, they they could. I mean, they could move Douglas to safety. Right. Uh, I wouldn't throw that option out, which would, which would probably put Sidney Jones in the nickel. Yeah. I I mean, um, uh, let's see. Uh, Jalen Mills actually had spent some time at LSU, at safety. Um, so it'd be interesting if they want to move him back there. But I I, I feel like. Um, you know, he's been sound against the run, too, but ideally you want a thumper back there. Uh, could Roswell Douglas play that, perhaps? Um, but then, you know, the thoughts of them actually, what are they going to do with Robinson? You know, he's on, he, he's, like, he's making like 775000 on the season. I think a million together, all together for the season. So do you bring back Patrick Robinson or you let him walk? I mean, he's been, he's been a phenomenal player this season, uh, given the fact that he had a, a terrible uh, camp. So, oh, it's, it's tough because he has, he has played phenomenal this year. But, I mean, he has been sort of inconsistent throughout his career. So it just, it just depends. And, I mean, he's, he's 30 years old. I mean, he's getting up there. So right. You might let him walk with just how young the other guys are and how well they have played so far. Yeah. I mean, if, if he comes comes back on a discount, um, that would be interesting. Uh, I mean, he's played he's played lights out. Um, it's crazy to see how he's he's played this off this season. Um, but uh, moving forward, uh, when we're talking about the season. Um, you wrote another article about uh, some of the upcoming games this season. A um, couple of L's you have penciled in um, in the next couple of games that we have coming up. I know, I know the Dallas Cowboys are up. Um, the Cowboys, you had a W on that one, right? Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had a W on that. Um, now more so than ever, with Zeke officially being out, I think. Uh, it will be a close game, but uh, I feel like the Eagles have what it takes to 
just pull away. Coming off a bye week, and I mean, their last performance against the Broncos, they showed no signs of weaknesses, and they're playing a all-around worse defense. I think it's fair to say in every position, the Cowboys are probably worse than the Broncos on the defense side of the football. So they are, like I said, it will be a game, but I, I think I think that one's pretty pretty easy for the Eagles to win. Okay, off the I like to hear that. Um, you know, they, after that, they have the Seahawks, another uh, a win that you had in, uh, especially now they're the uh, Richard Sherman-less Seahawks. Um, I mean, they the, the Seahawks have played, played pretty hot as of late. Um, you, have to, you have to give hats off to Russell Wilson. He's played lights out. Um, but moving forward, there's the – is that the Rams game after that? And that is your, and that is the big L that you have on. Now, why why do you think um, the Eagles catch an L versus the Rams? And we have a lot of Eagle fans going out to uh, L.A. to watch that game. So, tell us why the Eagles might get it catch an L. The Rams are probably I would I would say that the Eagles and the Rams are the best two teams in the NFC right now. That's my take. I think it will be probably the regular season game to watch in the NFC. It'll be a huge game. Aaron Donald is going to present problems, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I, I love what they do on the offensive side with Gurley and Goff. Goff's playing extremely well. And I, I could see them going down on the road and just taking a loss there. That's painful, man. But I, I, you know, I, it's funny how what a year, um, the difference a year makes. I think the Rams have uh, they have a new leader in the head coach. He, he's he's could be up there with Doug Peterson for coach of the year. Uh, hats off to him. Um, I think the game planning on his end is is phenomenal. He's making players look uh, pretty, pretty pretty damn good. Uh, one of my favorite players on the Rams, Aaron Donald. I, I talk about, I always talk about interior pressure because I think it's so huge to get a quarterback off his mark. And if you have a guy like Aaron Donald who can just disrupt like nobody's business and the size of him, he's like what six foot, um, yeah. in like three hundred run. He can run like a four set seven six. He, he's he's a freak like that. Um, yeah. But they also have a running game, but that's interesting. Um, and then you know, moving forward, you also have one other L on the map. Uh, you we're gonna bypass the Giants W there. Uh, we got a W against the Raiders. Um, what's that? Christmas Day, and then on Chris, yeah. Christmas Eve, the. Uh, the Eagles catch a L going into the new year, and why so? I I mean by that point they are they'll be thirteen and two, and they're probably going to be the top seed in the NFC heading into the playoffs. So I feel like the starters might play a quarter if that they might rest starters. I feel like it would be the smarter decision to rest starters because the Rams already have two losses. Right. So, I mean, they're going to lose another one down the road. You're probably the top seed. 
So that's why I think they lose to the Cowboys. Kind of, kind of how the Eagles beat the Cowboys last year. They rested everybody. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I feel like it's going to be like that. I think um, at the beginning of the season I had them at ten and six, making the playoffs. But this 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 team right now has uh, played lights out. Um, I feel like they're an even keel football team. They play um, with one heartbeat. That's the that's the best thing I I love about this football team. I think they're pretty sound. Um, there and the leadership has been amazing across the board. Um, any any thoughts on the uh, any final thoughts on uh, this team as a whole? I mean, they've really bought in, and and I don't think anyone expected them at this point in the season to be pretty much the consensus best team in the NFL. I mean, they've their the run defense is ridiculous. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Yeah, I mean, have, they haven't even given up given up six hundred yards this year. I nope. mean, that's it's five hundred ninety eight yards. Uh, I, I put ridiculous. a tw- I put a tweet out yesterday that the Saints put up three hundred yards on the Bills in one game. In nine weeks, the Eagles have only given up five hundred ninety eight yards. Uh, best run defense in the league, sixty six yards uh, a game. Um, Best defense on third down, or the second best defense on third down. Uh, it's pretty awesome. So it's ridiculous. And going back to the secondary, they do. I mean, they do have their mishaps. They are young, but like you said, they have that mentality, and I think that that helps a lot, especially on third down. Just their mentality takes over, and and they they all think that. Uh, I would assume that they all think that they're the best defense in the league. Yeah, I mean they're they're all buying in. I mean, plus you got Timmy Jernigan coming back. Yeah, more years to come. Um, I just think I just I just really think they just all played together so well. That front seven is feasting every week. Um, and every week. my favorite thing is watching the uh, the mic'd up videos from the yeah. NFL. Yeah, because you could you could actually see how like tightly knit these guys are. Oh yeah. Um, so that's great to see. It is, and I think the NFC, I, I do feel like we're going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, I, do, I do feel like the Eagles could make it to the Super Bowl. Wow, and wow, I, you're saying that. And, and I'm going to say this, too. I, I really think that whoever they play in the NFC Conference Championship will be a tougher matchup to them than the actual Super Bowl. Okay. Interesting. You know, it, it's it's funny because I I've watched these Eagles for so long. Uh, I'm all, you know I'm I'm wearing Kelly Green, so you know what era I've been watching since. So obviously, I've seen I've seen those defensive fronts uh, that were that were amazing in the Buddy Ryan era. Um, you look at a Reggie White. You look at a Clyde Simmons and a, a Jerome Brown, rest in peace, rest in peace, uh, Reggie White. I mean, I, I'm not going to say they're at that exact level, but they're, as a whole unit, they, they are pretty damn good. And I saw the 2004 run uh, again when, when the Eagles got Javon Curse coming off the edge. I felt immediately, I felt the Eagles were going to the Super Bowl that year. Um, Fast forward to now, um, 
I have that I do have that same special feeling, and I, I have the feeling when I, I see them together as a team. I, I see them enjoying themselves. I see the play calling is up to par these days. Uh, Doug Peterson has progressed. Carson Wentz has progressed, and I feel like you know the league is lining up perfectly to make a run. So I don't know. We've we've talked about we talked we talked about a little, little bit tonight. We've. Uh, we went. We talked about the secondary. We talked about uh, the upcoming schedule, and now we're talking about the S word. Um, but that's uh, that's all from uh, me, Gail Saunders, aka Eagle Sessions, and uh, uh, Braxton Howard doing a lot of good things on Fourth and John. You can f- follow him on Twitter at braq shot uh, on Twitter. Uh, doing a lot of uh, doing the doing the Lord's work on Fourth and John. Uh, but I'm Gail Saunders, that's Braxton, and we'll see you guys soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc